1: Up, welcome to episode number 254 of On the Corner, the official pitchlist.com podcast. I'm your host, Alex Fast, joined as always by the victorious <laughs> Nick Pollock. I wanted to, Nick would not be quiet about this before the cast, so I wanted to, I rushed him into starting the cast he so he can take as, as long as he wants to, <laughs> to, to detail what just happened to us. What is happening? Okay, if you remember last week, I was the two and eight
2: Nick Pollock, and now you're the right. one, one and oh. one and oh. But uh, Fast and I played each other in the PL Legacy League. And here's yeah. the thing. fast made it very clear. I was not leading the entire week. Literally not even yesterday. Yeah, when the games were over, you weren't Yeah, leading. we were tied 5-5. Five to five Correct. And, and already so many poetic things. I, I streamed a Taylor Widener against mm-hmm. you and Nick Pavetta. Yep. You decided to play it safe and not start Lance McCullers. Didn't think you would be streaming. And yep. That was the difference in many ways. Jacob DeGrom, fourteen Ks. Oh yeah, fourteen Ks for me. That was wonderful. Yep. Uh, and a terrible news about Morejon Yep. And he got removed just one strike. I won by two strikeouts that got the tie. Yep. And then Manny Machado had a stat correction. <laughs> So that I got an extra hit and that changed average. So now I won six to four by the point, day after by yeah. a point of average. Right? Yeah, yeah, you won by Pretty a much. point of
1: average. It was two forty four to two forty three. Yeah, think. I think something like that. Yeah. So it's unbe- it's like unbelievable. <laughs> it's like absolutely unbelievable. I, I won literally every day except for the last day where I tied and then I lost. And then the entire weekend, Fast
2: is like, "You're gonna win." I'm like, "I'm not gonna
1: win." He's, like, "It's just, it's just gonna happen." And I, you I, willed it into existence. I don't necessarily believe in that, but I do. Like I do often get frustrated with people, but I just felt something where it was like it would be the most poetic justice after what I said. And I mean, like I had a like sub two ERA from all my starters. It was amazing. I was, yeah, I, I was I was living the dream. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. No, no.
2: And I stream Nick Pavetta. Yep. He got seven strikeouts, and that's all I needed. I, I threw away ERA and Whip just to win strikeouts against you. It was 102 yes. to 99 for you know, I 11, 11 days, but still, that's pretty high.
1: And also, I had more opportunities. Alex Colomay came in, gave up a home run, he didn't get right. any strikeouts, right? right. Um, Liam Hendrick, I don't have Liam Hendricks in that league, but yeah, uh, um, like you said, Adrian Rehan came in, got that one strikeout, left the game. And originally, at the Sunday matchups, it was your um, I don't. Was it your Pavetta versus my another guy that I streamed yesterday that got uh, a Logan Allen? Oh yeah, Logan yeah. Allen right, got like right. six or seven Ks. Yeah, I was like, good. okay, if I get Mareon to get five or six Ks, I'm I'm I've got this. Didn't matter. No, nope, no. Nope. So anyway, so I'm feeling good.
2: Yeah, I do not deserve this.
1: It's all, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't the score sheet doesn't say one and zero asterisk? It says one and zero. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. I anyway, said one one.
2: Anyway, I uh, yeah, this was a great time. I had a good time. Hope, did you have a good time. I had a great time.
1: I I had a terrible time today. <laughs> yesterday I. Was was living the dream i was very happy i eked out the tie and i was happy but now here we are but that's oh, not man. what we're going to talk about i wanted to i wanted to start because nick and i were feeling that energy and now here we are i would say there's been another great week in the books there hasn't there has in the baseball of, of world course there it's has fast. what, what a baseball. week joe musgrove so the, much. Oh. the no hitter lance lynn with the no hitter yeah
2: so many so Luke many weaver almost had a no hitter yeah
1: that's amazing yeah it was pretty great sorry i cut you off and
2: i i mean there's so many amazing things that happened and uh you know, I want to mention also that Tyler Molly was throwing a no hitter in the game on uh, Friday. Of course, That's he got right. pulled. Though this, this is about pitch efficiency; it's
1: a thing. Well, yeah, he got pulled because he had like 90 pitches through three. Yeah, yeah, it was, was it was four
2: four and two thirds, 92 pitches. Yeah. That's gonna happen, Tyler Molly. You got to be more efficient. But, yeah, uh, it, it's it's look. There's so many good players. I, I, I want to do like a um <laughs> a uh, Madden thing uh, where it's like it's just great players playing great football. That's
1: just great football, you know. <laughs> Like, that's how I feel about this past week. About know? great players playing great baseball? That's just great football. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. Fair enough. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's been, uh, you know, not a bunch of news today. I mean, in between the first pitch and now, like Josh Bell, Kyle Schwarber, they're coming back off the COVID aisle, which is great. But really, we're, we're not dedicating much time to the news because you should be listening to the first pitch podcast mm. every morning. Yes. Uh, which Nick streams it as yeah, he does it as well. Yeah, to
2: 10 a.m. on yes. Twitch,
1: twitch.tv slash pitcherless. There are like...
2: There are, there, are, there are dozens of us. No, seriously. There are a lot of people <laughs> My with favorite.
1: Me. It's an awesome way to wake up. and awesome way to wake up. And then on Mondays after you're done, it's not the only time that you're streaming. Would no. you tell us about the, what the stream schedule is looking like for this week and next. Sure. So, yeah, Monday through Friday, 830 to 10 a.m. Come hang out. First Pitch
2: Podcast and a live AMA. You can ask all the questions you want at 12 on Mondays. I did it today for three and a half hours. Mm. The whole creation of the list The whole process You can ask all the questions you want And make the notes The whole thing It was a lot of fun today We had like 120 people there Wow It was it was crazy It was a really, really fun time We're doing it every Monday there I'm also doing uh, next week I think on Tuesday I'm going to be streaming uh, MLB The Show 21 mm-hmm. I'm terrible at it Who cares I'm, I'm really, really bad I, If you guys remember last year I streamed me playing it For the first time last year It's coming out So I'll be doing that next Tuesday uh, and then uh, on Thursday, I also do a player breakdown. Uh, so starting at noon on, uh, on Thursday, Eastern time, come hang out. We're going to just talk about pitchers. We'll watch them. And whoever you want to watch and break down, it's up to you. Uh, we'll watch them together.
1: I, I gotta say, I mean, I, I dropped in for a little bit today during the stream, and it was great, and it was a lot of fun to watch. And it's also so nice to have that crowd there to keep you up to date on news. Oh yeah, to keep you up to date on you know what may happening or hey, did you remember this guy? Because I think at the end you hadn't, you'd forgot Taylor Widener. Oh, Taylor Widener, and I, uh, uh, I thought Tony Disco was already on the list, and he wasn't. Oh really? So I
2: mentioned that I was like, oh my god, yes, okay, get him on the list. Absolutely. And that's great.
1: And that's so meanwhile, come come help us out. Here's the thing too, like I'm still getting into a rhythm of like. How we are getting hit with a wall of information daily yes. You know what I mean There's so much information And now we're finally getting to a point Where sample sizes don't matter quite yet Unless pitch movement does kind of matter Like active mm. spin or spin efficiency Whatever you want to call it You know, horizontal break, vertical break Those establish really, really early usage While that might not maintain over the year It's interesting to see who's doing what In their first two starts I keep bringing up Lance McCullers How literally insane that is It really is That is his curveball is his third most used pitch right? We're going to talk about Tyler Glasnow In a little bit and how insane that is Yep But with that said, why don't we go ahead and and jump on in to the list? Now, I just sent you these notes. So you haven't seen it. We're obviously going to do it the way that we usually do it. Biggest risers, biggest followers, new boys. But we're (laughs) going to start with something interesting. um, And I don't know if we're going to do this each week or not. But obviously, not a lot of movement in the top 25, right? Which makes sense. I mean, it's been two starts. A lot of guys have looked good that we thought were going to look good. But what I wanted to do, though is talk about noteworthy guys who are still there, who theoretically by this time could have fallen out of the top 25 for various reasons, be it injury, be it velo, whatever. So the three guys that I wanted to hit on are Tyler Glasnow, Steven Strasburg, and Charlie Morton. Sure. So why don't we go ahead and start with Tyler Glasnow. He's still cemented at number 17. What have you seen from him thus far? It doesn't have to be a... Po- I'm not saying like, how come he isn't up or how come he isn't down, but what have you seen overall thus far from Tyler Glasnow? Yeah, I mean, how can you not be enamored by that slider? Yeah. It, it is so good.
2: And I will I will say about Glasnow, we've we've seen like the splitter before last year, right? We were like, oh, we're so excited about this. I, we were concerned because, well, the splitter isn't a strike-getting pitch. Mm. But this slider is. I mean, he's hovering the zone with it, getting strikes constantly with it. And if Glasnow can keep that up, it's, it's you know, sky's the limit. The, the only reason that he's not really shooting up the ranks, I mean, it's really two things. One, the Rays aren't going to throw him 180 to 200 innings. Mm. That's just the case with Glasnow. And with a lot of the guys ahead of him, well, they are going to go 180 plus. You know, it's kind of why you haven't seen Burns go super high up either. I love yep. his quality of innings. He's just not going to get the same volume as the other ones. And that's the other reason. Like, there's a huge wall to hit. You know, so the analogy I made on the, uh, the stream today is, hey, you can have a guy who is scoring a 78 on a test and now he's scoring 94 consistently. Yeah, but these other guys are scoring 95 consistently. I just hmm. can't put them ahead of it. Yeah. You know, it's all relative to it. So I'm really excited about Glasnow. The 17 I have him at now is not the same 17 I had back in March, but everyone else is still performing, and there's no reason to pull them down underneath Glasnow at the moment.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can't really drop him for something that hasn't necessarily reared its head yet or happened quite yet. And also, to be honest, I think he might have, uh, in terms of leash, like we don't know what's going to happen with injury. We can't even project about that. But in terms of leash, like... um, it could be a little bit longer because they're getting decimated already. Like, we off, we saw that really sad Chris Archer injury. Oh, man. Like, they they just don't have the depth that they are used to having so far, it would seem. So, theoretically, he could get more innings. And the last thing I'll say about him, too, I remember when we first heard about that splitter last year, and we were like, that's nice, but it really is just another pitch that kind of moves down. You know what I sure. mean? And now that he has that slider that can kind of move away from right-handed hitters a little bit more, even though technically, like even when i'm watching those starts i'm like is that a slider is a crazy?" yeah right. yeah, <laughs> yeah it's so like it's still very difficult but it is a different pitch so yeah it's really nice to see there uh so far steven Strasburg, too i mean like we don't know how long it's going to last he's still at 24 what have we seen from him so far yeah it's been lower velocity so we saw around 93 from
2: Straussburg. and you know if you remember his debut back in upper 90 territory 100 or so right yep. and it's not the same Strasburg. But he was still really effective with it. He commanded well. He mixed in curveballs and changeups well on that first start. And I got to leave him at 24 for now just because, well, it was successful. And maybe he can also ramp up that velocity. So I'm not ready to, you know, blow it up. Blow it up. Blow it up. I don't yeah, know what I had, happened there. I, was, I, I think also, I was going to say another word. This is what happens to me often if I pronounce
1: it. it I like, like it, yeah. Weird. It just kind of just let it out. You know, what's so if I say Miami, right, yeah? then you say Strausburg. As opposed to Strasbourg. Oh, yeah, I say Strasbourg. You say Strasbourg. Yeah, I do. Strasburg it's, is your Miami. Yeah, this is true. Yeah, okay. Straus- what do you want? Straw. Straw. Strasburg. Strasbourg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, a little more English touch Strasburg. on it. Strasburg. 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 Uh, the last person I want to talk about of that tier that hasn't really moved that I was pretty impressed with a couple days ago was Charlie Morton, who's at 25. The velocity's there. He's averaging 94, at least yeah. he did in his last start. And that curveball looked magnifique. Uh, he had back-to-back curveballs from JT Realmuto in the zone that were... It's very nice I want to see I want to see him closer to 95 if possible But yeah, 94 will do you yeah.
2: know, It was 92 or so at the beginning of 2020 And that's what made us scared He got up to 94 or so, made us okay with it But also Morton We don't know how long he's going to last through the year That's still the question, right? He is one of those guys that we don't expect for 180 to 200 Just because he's
1: had a ton of injury history And he's a year older now so this is a little pedantic, then, but like you know, back-to-back guys, Strasburg and Morton. Is it a little more depth with Strasburg that gives him that 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 ranking a little bit higher? Is it what, what is it that I think it could it's be splitting hairs, or a long, is it something yeah, where it Doesn't a, matter. It's a longer track record of being successful. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't necessarily disagree with it. I just think it would be beneficial for people to hear it. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on to some of the biggest risers, Uh, and there are more. There are more than there were last week, which is exciting, right? We've got a good amount of risers. Got a much larger amount of fallers than we had last week, and we've got some new boys as well. But we're going to go ahead and start with uh, one of the biggest risers. I think overall, Uh, I think he was the second highest riser overall, and that's Trevor Rogers, Mm. who goes from sixty-four to forty-seven. He's rising seventeen. He's in the top fifty. He had the higher CSW than Jacob. DeGrom I know in he, that start. He won the King Cole. That's unreal. Well, uh, And break down what the King Cole
2: is King for Cole people. King Cole is the highest CSW rate uh, across all starters on given night with a minimum of five innings. I didn't want openers to win the King Cole. Got whatever. you. Okay. But yeah, Trevor Rogers, super, super exciting. I, I watched this game because of course it's amazing. It's, the, it's Jacob DeGrom and then hey, there's Trevor Rogers. Hopefully yeah. he can build a little bit from that first start amazing command on that fastball yeah we like to talk that it's like 96 miles per hour which is amazing for the left side but his command was so good he was in the edges really really well changeups were down getting with sliders are getting strikes like this is this is what a breakout looks like now mm-hmm. i will say i felt really hesitant to put him at 47. Because that number, whoa, top fifty. Oh man, this guy's only really had two major starts in yeah. it. You know, he wasn't very good last year. Okay, he's first of all, he's very different from last year already. Over two ticks more velocity. Mm-hmm. But Trevor Rogers to me isn't. Oh, I feel like it's such a jump to forty-seven. You see that number and you think, oh, that's the. <laughs> if <laughs> sorry, if you know Pomona and and like the number forty-seven, you'll understand that joke. But it's it's a more relative thing of like the crowd, and I don't really think that all of a sudden Trevor Rodgers is like a top 45, top 50 guy. Mm. But I am I felt like I had to push him there because honestly, I mean, you look at like the 50s or so and past that, I had to blow everything up with the list this week because we are really getting cl- into the territory of shaky starters and upside chasing early. Yeah. Uh, it's like, once Montes Tyone, Kluber, and then Paddock, or Keaty, Marcus Stroman, you're already feeling you know the distance from your stability as you as you fall back from your dream like no i don't want to leave yeah yeah you know yeah. that that's how it is cuz you have like gaussman and means and anderson at 38 39 40 there's a big separation but then trevor rogers like welcomes in like okay I'm yeah. um, the upside guy Or as you like to say Boy with an O-I
1: mm-hmm. As you've been saying This entire podcast I could hear it Yeah There's good no, I want you to I want There's you to There's no it. why No no yeah You know it boy. misses you yeah. yeah No 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 I, haven't, I don't think I put a why At the end of that word in years Oh my god Yeah <laughs> Um. There. You bring up an interesting point too That I wanted to talk about And I I, I hope I don't come off As like a, a high horse person here Because maybe I've done it myself too But I, this is something That I've noticed mm. uh, in, in I don't know if I want to say Over on the community I'll just say on Twitter Where I don't know If we've readapted To what is a very long season. I feel like I've already seen more, not victory laps, but like, I was right on that guy, or I was right on that guy, after a second start, or after a week, and I don't want to say it's, you know, people can get excited, and that's great, but I've seen a few times where it's like, important to remember, like, this is a second start, like, people have made two starts, we have, it's April, I think we're all really, really excited that baseball is back, it's April, like... There's a lot of baseball to be played here Because I don't know I even felt it myself where I was looking at the waiver wire And I was like Are all the good players already gone? Like I'm looking at the 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 offensive waiver wire And I'm like who is there? Yeah this is what
2: happens So generally So you gotta like jump on a couple Like Carlos Rodon is a good example Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, who might not be actually starting tonight, heard he might be sick on the it was a weird like rumor oh, stuff on Twitter. Interesting. Nothing confirmed. I mean, as of right now, we're recording, you know, close to like six fifteen or whatever. Yeah. And uh on, on Monday night. So we haven't seen anything yet. But like Carlos Redon, he's high on this, and that's someone I wanted right after the first start, go and get him. Trevor Rodgers was a very popular last round picker, so I it's it's harder to find like the value guys now because there's so much information going around.
1: Yeah, and but I, I'm thinking about even your presentation, like yeah. about all like, those guys. A lot of those guys that were successful streamers didn't make themselves known until June. Okay, May. That, that's a really good point. Right,
2: uh, some like for example, Lucas Giolito had some struggles early on, got injured, and then went on his streak. It's Lance Lynn happened in, in, in May. In May. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so we're, we're still kind of waiting for those things to happen, and that's a really good point about like don't take victory laps. I mean, I'm, you know how I feel about them. And, overall anyway
1: yeah I'm or, taking victory laps i not taking victory laps. and maybe maybe to put a more <laughs> yes exactly maybe to put a more positive spin on this too and once again I hope I don't come off as, as preachy here because I'm really not intending to be but maybe the positive way to put it too is um all of the good players are not gone yeah you know, like like there we are just are still, don't know yeah. who
2: they are yet so like exactly so a fun one to me that you'll see on the list uh, later on is Jose de Leon who's not really having the numbers yet of success and it could easily just fizzle up. Maybe he also just gets demoted because he has an option left. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we don't really see him. Or it could be something where he continues his opportunities, keeps getting whiffs on sinkers, and actually has a solid slider and changeup that works too. Right? We don't really know who are the guys that are going to blossom quite yet. That's why this list is going to be blowing up. Like
1: In the next couple of weeks.
2: Oh, man, the next month or so, it's going to yeah. be a lot of instability because we're just trying to shift and figure out who are those guys right now?
1: Yeah, I, I was doing a, a smaller, deeper dive into Jose Barrios today because I was mm-hmm. thinking about writing something on him, and he actually moved back to where he was on the mound. Uh, you know why he did that, right? Just to mess with me? No, no. Well, just, well yes, but <laughs> but also so that he can move back to third base later on, and oh, then he okay, can get great. excited. And then I can get excited. <laughs> I, was a, I looked a little bit deeper today, and I was a little worried that maybe these first two starts are smoke, smoke and mirrors. Like, Interesting. Yeah, I was a little bit worried well, that like his fastball is getting hit really hard. He's mm-hmm. not commanding it quite as well. He's throwing it more. Um, So, yeah, all the things that I was excited about with that change, it looks like aren't there quite yet, so we'll see what happens with there, but that was a long way to... De- oh, the last thing I want to say about Trevor Rodgers, yes. too, I this speaks to his good command. In that first start against the Cardinals, he was elevating a little bit more, and I don't know if it was because he was seeing more lefties in, in the Mets or whatever, but he was working more east-west a little bit. He was kind of working those corners a little bit more, and it was really fun to see him execute different game plans sure. there, uh, and that that was really cool to see. The next person you already hinted at is Carlos Rodani, rises 19, going from 71 to 52. You already said theoretically there could be an inkling that he might not pitch tonight because of something. If he does, is this someone that you are starting? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I mean, he,
2: uh, Carlos Rodon has a lot of things going from him right now. Higher velocity. I mean, we're talking the highest velocity of his career. He normally averages around 93 to 94, and it was over 95 in that first start. He's getting swings on his slider. I will always say this about Rodon. If he's getting swings on a slider, not necessarily strikes, just swings, Rodon will be successful. Like that. That's just, like I think, the biggest indicator of success for Carlos Rodon. Is he down in the 30s, or is he near fifty? He's near fifty, which he was in the first start. That success recalls Rodon. Fifty what? Thirty percent what? Uh, swings. Ah, uh, okay. It's ew, if he gets guys just chasing that thing and swinging at it, even when it's in the zone. Oh, mm.
1: well, you Give already hit that. the nail on the head. Nine whips on the fastball, eight on the slider. He had a thirty-three percent CSW on the fastball, thanks to ten called strikes. So you're right. I mean, like that's that's, that's it. Yeah, right there. Now he also has the White Sox, and be, pitching for the White Sox is a very good thing.
2: Mm. You have Grandal catching for you often which is excellent. You also have a solid defense behind you just in general, and you have a really good offense helping you get wins, and you get to get face Cleveland, and you get to face Detroit, and you get to face Kansas City, who is a boom and bust, but still on the lower side, I would say, of offenses to face. Anderson being out does
1: hurt a little bit. Sure, yeah, absolutely. But that's pedantic also. Overall. uh,
2: Yes, you also got to get the twins, though, but whatever. That's fine. You'll get through
0: that.
1: Yeah, and you know what? To be honest, like the Twins right now are Byron Buxton and Nelson Cruz. You know what I mean? Mm. I I don't think like I don't want to say that the Twins are not a good offense because I think that they are. But you know, right now their other their other best performers are Jake Cave, Kyle Garlick. Uh, you know what I mean? Like not like they're not names that are gonna strike fear into your heart unless sure. Nelson Cruz and Byron Buxton are yep. insane. And Kepler can run into one easily.
2: Yeah, Garver kind of look, can too. Yeah, we'll but Garver's happens. looked
1: pretty poor at the beginning of the year. Um, all right, Andrew Heaney rises 12 from 76 to 64. It's kind of funny because I, I I broke him down this past week uh, on the First Pitch Podcast. If you look at the the strike zone plot from his first start and the second start, and they were a tale of two starts, really not that much different. Yep. Like it's, it's fastball kind of over the heart of the plate, change up out of the zone. He just had a lot more success doing it this past start than he did the start before. Yeah, he made a few more mistakes in that first start. And he had a bad inning against
2: the Chicago White Sox, or That they capitalized on. Sure. Uh, and I think Heaney did get a little bit higher up on his heater this time around, but we're still seeing the increased velocity. And that's the main thing. He also has two of the bad starts
1: behind him now. Well, this uh, other, what do you mean? The second one was a pretty good start, wasn't no,
2: it? No, no, no. As in like matchup wise. I'm oh, sorry. oh, okay, I apologize. okay, Yeah, yeah. As far as I, I just think of like okay, Heaney I think had like four bad ones to start the year. He's already two behind, and I like the increased velocity. He's going to be a strikeout and whip guy. I mean, for the most part, if you think about Andrew Heaney, you think, oh, like a 4.3 ERA, which is bad. Mm. But a whip, that's better than 1.3 and a 25% strikeout rate. Yeah. Those two things still matter. So, all right, now with the the worst <laughs> ERA probably behind him, okay, I'll, I'll push up Heaney. And keep in mind, I'm not thrilled about this. This is a tier of, like, I don't really love you, but there's not, like, other things I can actually depend on after at this moment. Sure. So, fine, Andrew Heaney. You show up at 64
1: Okay, now, I, I, th- I was really curious about, and, and and shocked at this one, Tywin Walker rises 10. Yeah. Less than three weeks ago, we weren't talking about Tywin, he wasn't getting drafted, he was a 4ERA guy, I don't want him on my team. Sure. So what happened? Uh, he started throwing him way harder. Than he did last year? Yeah. In the one Tywin, start?
2: Yeah, Tywin Walker, I called it Fast Walker. <laughs> Is that what he said in the breakdown? Uh, and, and, and Justin Paradis made a speed uh, uh, SP roundup image.
1: He's been killing those. Oh my SP god! I gotta, fans. I gotta really give a
2: massive shout out to the entire graphics team. for Unreal. This. Uh, Quincy Dong also and Aaron Polcare have joined. I, uh, Justin, who has been making these SP roundup images. This is my dream come true. Instead mm. of just the generic, you know, sports photo, every single SP roundup has its own featured image that's just gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They like literally stop me. Oh in my, my god! The morning. John Means one. Oh yeah. I remember what was oh. the what was there was the one on like two days after opening day or something Yeah, there a, were... a mean stare. That's what it was. It means <laughs> tear, but it's it's fine. I wish I had a better pun for that one because it was such a good graphic. But but yeah, I mean they're they're doing such a good job with that. And uh the Taiwan Walker one was really fun. He's throwing harder now, and that's a very good thing. Uh Tywin Walker pitching for the Mets. Yes, Mets, lol, whatever. Actually, I said if we get 500 subs on the Twitch chat, I'll add a label for all the Mets started that's just lol Mets. <laughs> 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 but I, uh, but for Taiwan Walker, I, I think he's in a good place. It's a better place than he was before. And keep in mind, he had a 270 array last year with a worse Ye- velocity.
1: You don't got to tell me that. I was the one who had him in the top 100. You said
2: I don't want anything to do with him. I them. didn't, but now, like, okay, you're throwing harder, then, like, all right, there's some more stability
1: to you. He flashed some nice upside last year. He really did. Well, too. now it's flashing more. All right. Hey, I'm, I'm happy he's there. It's like, I'm you happy know, he's there. I'm seeing the lights. Because I listened to the, I was like, it didn't, Nick, I listened to the thing on March 26th, and it was like, You idiot no <laughs> Taiwan Walker no um, alright Shamanaya it was not like that Shamanaya rises 11 from 79 to 68 after that first blow up against the Astros he bounced back 6 innings pitch 1 and run 1 walk 4 Ks against that same team talk about it, increased VLO across all pitch types yeah I want to
2: I really do want to emphasize this is tier 10 and I've already said like tier 9 was already shaky as mm-hmm. it was uh, and then tier 10 okay you have Taiwan Walker leading and they have Sean <laughs> Mania, And this is really a, a crew of like, uh, all right, yeah, I guess maybe some stuff. I mean, you have like Zach Davies who fell, we'll talk about later, who <sighs> couldn't execute against the Pirates. But maybe that changeup does come back, you know? How maddening was that? I know. I kept preaching Zach Davies for the last like six months. <sighs> and all of a sudden, just for those two starts, just for those two starts. And, of course, all right, you know, but you have, like, Nathan Evaldi, who I don't really like. I wouldn't really start him against the Twins right now, but maybe it works. Like, that's kind of where we're at in the in the 70s. So, this isn't really, like, a major endorsement for these guys, but I
1: can recognize that Manaya could help, and okay...
2: 68, here you
1: go. It harkens back to the conversation that we had last week about those offenses. I'm telling you, we thought Davies was going to be great, so he was going to get the Pirates, and then he got blown up for seven earned runs. Last week, you didn't want Yusei Kikuchi against the Twins, and he had a really good start. He gave yeah, up no, two no, 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 runs. Hold on, hold
2: on. yeah, yeah. yeah. But I, I'm not changing my approach about
1: Opponents. This is always the
2: situation. It's never like a death sentence or a you know moment of bliss and rainbows. It's it's just about probabilities, mm-hmm. and those are ex- examples of exceptions of the probabilities. Like it's never a hundred percent and zero percent. It's it's somewhere like sixty five and thirty five.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. I think, right? but to, I'll still lean that way. Yeah, I think where I think where it comes down to then is my uh percentage is different with what I'm waiting. Okay. Yeah. Sure. That's where it comes. That's. To. Oh, welcome to fantasy.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everywhere, yeah. you know? Yeah, exactly. This is, this is well, no, good.
1: I, I feel yeah. like we should get a nice board of like, this is how people approach. No, that's the last yeah, thing oh we need. Um, all right, that would
2: be the most confusing thing in the world. Like, trying to actually tell me, okay, <laughs> you use 1% about...
1: <laughs> No their pitch grips, no but I mean that, like a, a baseball card of like Nick values this upside yeah, or right. Alex values this or whatever um <laughs> okay, all right fair enough. look like forward to some of the- you're choosing your class. Yes, like an r p g yes i do I do think you know <laughs> just it envisioning us kind of like solely you know that like meme of people watching back be? and forth. I'm thinking of your d and d character well what would my d and d character be
2: I don't I don't even know. I've never, I've never. Do played you know D. the D. rules of it? Do you just make fun of me for playing it? Is this what happens?
1: I, I understand the rules. And you, you'll, you'll okay. sit around. You make stuff up, and then someone comes up with a story, and you do the story. You roll stuff. Sure, know. let's. Yeah, there it is, guys. D and D. D and <laughs> D. Yeah, just There it is. <laughs> Described it for you. Um, all right. Let's move on to some of the—that uh, was quick, right? Not, not a lot of uh, Biggest Risers. There will be more as the season progresses. All right. So we're actually going to go ahead. And, uh, there weren't a lot of Biggest Risers. But there are a good amount. But now we're actually going to move on to Biggest Fallers after a very quick word from our sponsor. Hey, Alex Fast here, and thanks for listening to this podcast on the Pitcher List Podcast Network. If you're a fan, consider supporting all of us by getting a PL Plus subscription, where you're going to get an ad-free website and get access to our Discord, where you can talk to... All of our podcast hosts and staff, plus you can hang out with our incredible Pitcherless community. It's basically a baseball sanctuary year-round for as low as $8 a month. You can sign up at pitcherless.com backslash plus, and you're going to get your first month free with promo code Can't believe we get to say that now Word from our sponsor It's very nice Welcome back Hey uh, We're going to talk about The biggest faller Shohei Otani falls 13 Out of the top 50 From 47 to 60 Is it the injury concern? Is it you know You scratched with the blister? He's still going to make a start this week You know I just want to say uh, For all the things That Fast has gone through this week By losing to
2: me I want to give him something positive Oh you want to give me a bone here? <laughs> yeah I wanted to give you something I got it with Tywin Walker I was happy to get that got. No yeah. but with, uh, with Otani uh, it, It's more of a question Of like how often is he pitching Is the headache involved? Um, He's, is he the king of the hipsters? Ooh. Yeah, he's a, he's a hipster. He's a bit of a hipster. He's got to be. Yeah. But, I mean, he's going to start this weekend is what the assumption is on Saturday. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. And it's like if you're going to go after a hipster, this is like the hipster. He's the king of the hipsters. Yeah. Yeah, you right. oh, This the, is who's, good. This he, is good. I he's, like this. He's
1: Williamsburg himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's Williamsburg. I don't know. Like I'm trying. Yeah, he is
2: Williamsburg. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my god, Mr. W- Mr. Williamsburg.
1: Okay, yeah. I don't know who else the king of the hipsters know, would be. Right? You know what I mean, I can't think of like you know.
2: Yeah, because I- they're all like, oh, I knew him before he was famous, so we don't really know who he is. I don't know why Pete Wentz came into my mind. I was like, I'm not calling who- Shohei Otani.
1: Wentz. is that? Wentz. Isn't Pete Wentz the bassist from Fall Out Boy? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, it was such a little dingus. Yeah. Oh, yeah all right. Let's called? call this, this bass a little dingus.
2: Pete Wedge is a dingus. Everyone knows Pete Wedge is a dingus. That's, no, that's I'm not. Gonna, a,
1: look, that I don't think. know you, Pete, but I'm going to no. defend you. He's, everyone knows that man's a dingus. So uh, don't, don't you dare come at me. Oh, great. Now we're going to get a bad review about how we're having fun. Um,
3: oh, all right. So let's move
1: on to uh, Tristan McKenzie. He falls 11 from 51 to 62. He, uh, oh, actually, no. It, Yes, it was him going against the White Sox tonight. Right. Would you start him tonight?
2: No. Okay. So this is the problem with McKenzie is it's three bad starts in a row that he gets. Mm. And it's really frustrating because I do believe that Tristan McKenzie for the long haul will help your teams in 12-teamers. It's just you don't want to start him for like three starts. I think the third one is the Yankees. Uh, he's got this one against the White Sox, and I think it's
1: the Reds in between.
2: And that's all just – I don't want to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think the the thing at least that I've been harping on about him is my, my fear of him against lefties and, like... Adam Eaton doesn't strike a lot of fear into my heart, but if Mankata and Grandal are batting from that side, then that Mm. scares me a little bit. And uh, nothing that I saw in spring training encouraged me that, like, okay, he's going to start mixing things up. I think it was like he never threw his slider until the very end to lefties. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, he was only going change-up or something to them, and it was, like, getting hit pretty hard. Um, Mm. So that's where I'm a little bit scared uh, uh, in particular about Tristan McKenzie. But I'm happy to see the opportunity, right? I'm I'm glad that that, you know, rotations are coming in a little bit more. We're going to see Logan Allen, then Tristan McKenzie, and then back to Bieber, please, Akinsavali. Yeah.
2: It's kind of like we haven't really gotten that rhythm still since 2019 because we saw like, you know, in 2020, people were you know under uh, under throwing essentially only four innings here and there. And maybe we got a hint of it in September, but then it was already so close to the playoffs that things already changed so quickly. I can't wait for like June baseball. Oh, yeah. Where we got like a good four months left and everything is kind of settled and we understand things better.
1: I just can't wait until my brain is right. Like, I'm just, it's very exhausting to be like... There are no benchmarks. There's no fence posts. There's yeah, not right. like, oh, he threw his slider more. Or, he could have thrown a slider more because it's his second start, and he April, didn't want to throw his slider. April is chaos.
2: It is. And it's wonderful. Oh, and it's I've exhausting. It so much. It's exhausting. It's such fun chaos of just trying to figure it. Remember Brandon Finnegan? Oh, my God, yeah. Do you remember that? That yeah. first start, he had like eight innings of 13 Ks or something like that. And we we're like, oh, my Lord, Brandon Finnegan, <sighs> the greatest thing ever. And then he had like one more start, and that was it.
1: That's a and that's a there it is like that's the the entire thing that I'm trying to get at yeah. right like Brandon Finnegan that's who we're talking about you know what I mean yeah exactly so like yes some of these hitters and some of these pitchers could still have great seasons but do not forget Brandon Finnegan never um, Zach Davies falls 17 from 55 to 72 we already kind of talked about him a little bit um, I don't know I don't know who his who his next start is but either way n- pretty scary stuff also scary stuff from Carlos Martinez falls 17 from 61 to 78 four earned runs in the 21 opener three earned runs Follow that up. Just with one strikeout, velocity down across the board. Is he, is he just kind of droppable
2: at the moment? I mean, how am I supposed to feed my family with this fast? Yes, very one good. Strikeout, uh, four and runs, and then three. Well, so Carlos Martinez was actually at ninety four in that first one. Okay, but then dropped about ninety two in change. And he only had a handful of whiffs. Actually, I think it was one out of 26 on his changeup plus slider in the last one. And by the way, Carlos Martinez, the reason we like him is because of that changeup and slider. Those are two big whiff pitches. He's not getting them right now. That doesn't mean he won't get them the next time. This is something I think we talked about last time where this idea that uh, the hard part of what we're doing is this guy did this thing now. But that doesn't mean that he's going to do that thing again or next time. right? And that's the really, really hard thing to come to terms with. And why maybe I'm wrong by putting Trevor Rogers at 47 right now, right? So, Carlos Martinez, sure, struggling right now. Maybe he can get back that velocity to 94. Maybe he can figure out his slider and change up and get that going again. So, I'm not completely, like, throwing him out of the window and be like, you're done. Remember that word fast? What is that word? Uh, Throwing him oh, 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 um, just, uh, uh, (laughs) just, oh, uh, (laughs) keep going. It's going to come. It's going to come. Okay, you got this. Uh, But, right. Defenestrate. Yes! Mm. So proud of you. Thank you. So proud. Uh, (laughs) So, Carlos Martinez, I hope it does come back around, but right now it's not looking great.
1: Um, I will say this, too. um, You talked about average dip in velocity, right? Uh, uh, right? average His his velocity well, his, yeah, towards... so it went from like 94 to 92 and changed. So and this is such an important caveat. I remember I, I, I went on a small rant about this uh, last week in Blake Snell's second start where Darren Ruff hit a long fly ball to left field and a, oh, yeah. uh, Jorge Mateo hit the, Mateo the glove, and, hit the glove and it goes out. Even StatCast counts that as a, a home a run. run. Um, and I, I'm thinking about expected home runs, right? Which is like, oh wow, well, would, it, would it have gone out in this ballpark? It would not have gone out in San Diego. It did go out in San Diego and And therefore, it is considered a home run. The reason I bring that up is there is nuance that we cannot see unless we watch literally every pitch and literally every start of every game. And I bring that up for Carlos Martinez because he faced, I think, a lot of hitters in that first inning, Mm -hmm. which means that theoretically his velocity could have dipped because his stamina could have gone down because he saw, I think, seven or eight batters in that first inning. I think it was bases loaded, and he finally got Jace Peterson to ground out to first. So theoretically, that one game... Could bring down his entire average that's a great velocity, point. yeah, and that's why we shouldn't be talking too much about any of this. So that's the end of this <laughs> podcast. Well, we'll see you guys next week. Um, um, we'll see the same thing
2: though from Mike Miner. Mike Miner, mm-hmm. um, and, and keep in mind, it's not just the velocity drop uh, with the Carmart. It is the one out of twenty six on the slider for change up too. Mm-hmm. If I if I saw the secondary stuff still working, but that could once again be stamina, right? Yeah, uh, you want a guy that can get through that stuff though. Of course, but in the first start, I'm just saying that if I'm playing devil's advocate, second start, excuse me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I hope you're right. I mean, that's why he's still on the list. There is a chance that this is, that's what he did then, maybe not next time. But with Mike Minor, I mean it's the same kind of deal where he lost this changeup, which is the the major thing for Minor. I did not mean that, but that's just how it came out, okay? Mm. <laughs> uh and velocity was down too with Minor. And does not help that the Royals have a tough schedule early on. So mm. I just all that combined I was like, Yeah, you just take other chances right now with Minor. We could return to it, and likely in your league, you can probably pick up Minor in like a week or two. Yeah. If you wanted to. So I'm okay moving on from minor right now. That's why he dropped 26 spots. Yeah, from 57 to 83.
1: Another guy who dropped is Turek Scubel. He fell 10 from 70 to 80. It really, just doesn't look like he's quite there. Yeah. Yet. And the thing that concerns me too, like I'm not really worried in dynasty formats. I feel like the Tigers are going to do the same thing they did last year, which is like, listen, man, we're playing for the first pick uh, for next year's draft, and uh, you, why don't you just figure it out while you're out there? Dude. Hey, your Orioles going to you know, fight with you. And uh, some Pirates, you know? I, I actually think, I wonder if the Rangers might be the worst team at the end of the year. I'm no. I not be shocked. Yeah, I'm, it's not a good offense. Not a good rotation. Yeah, exactly. I'm not. I, I feel like they're not getting enough hate. <laughs> <laughs> Can we like take those teams and just put them in like their own little division? That'd be fine with me, right? I, I, I someone came up with a really good reason why, but I, I still would love a relegation system in baseball. Oh my god, yes! I just think it would be the best thing ever to have two yeah. leagues like that. Have like you know 28 and, teams, 10 teams in the and other. You, and you say this now, but you're 0 1 in our relegation league. Yeah, I am. I am 0-1, in the rele- <laughs> and I should have been relegated a little while ago. Yeah. I'm still oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> brutal. I deserve it. I deserve all of it. I got nothing to do but just take it. Um, So uh, is there anything you wanted to mention about Scoobal? I mean, yeah. So essentially once Scoobal is becoming like a
2: 50% fastball guy instead of like a 60-plus, mm-hmm. um, that would also mean that his secondary stuff, slider, curveball, uh, or changeup are really working. They're not there yet. And I'm with you that, like, Scoobal long-term should be good. Yeah. But it's not really someone you do want to go for right now. I I can see some good starts though, and that's why he's at eighty. Like there is still some upside here. It's just yeah, it's it's not great.
1: Now, uh, Albert Alzola has only made one star, but he fell twelve from seventy four to eighty six. Just the command wasn't what you wanted it to well, be. Right, I wanted to see more than
2: four walks essentially, well, and still fewer inefficient. Than, you want to see fewer. Oh, than sorry, four. four yeah, yeah, more more effort from him than getting four walks. Okay, right, yeah, more yeah. ability. Uh, but right, I want fewer than four. Uh, from Owls and yes I was excited About him before because I think he is actually At a better place than I assumed he would be mm. There may be just a little tweak to be Made about the end of his mechanics and keeping His shoulder in and then not flying out as much And having more consistency there but it might Be a thing that's over time and I'm not buying that like he's just all Of a sudden gonna show up tomorrow and be or actually tonight Against Freddie Peralta and mm. do super Well and that's a possibility But I'm not going to
1: you know Run with it right now. Freddy Peralta too 63 man Command still might be a problem. I remember. Lot, I think I texted you when he had four walks and four strikeouts at one point in the game, and I was like, oh, "That's them and no earned runs." And yeah, I was right. like, It's the most Freddie Peralta yep. stat
2: line ever. I mean, it's general disarray, right? Mm. He's mini uh, Professor Chaos. He is uh, indeed. And I hope that I just hope that that secondary pitch. I mean, they're calling it a curveball with Savant. I, I believe we think it's a slider uh, with Peralta, it but uh, <laughs> it's a breaking ball is what I'm going to say. And he's getting more strikes with it now than he did last year, Freddie Peralta. So we'll see what happens there. I'm, I'm excited. You gave me a look
1: there. Well, uh, that's problematic if that's the case, um, but for for different reasons. Um, okay, uh, the next person that I want to talk about and the, uh, the biggest followers, a guy that I, I, I just am a little bit scared of as well because I'm just worried about what that third pitch is going to be for him, suffering from, I don't know, whatever we're calling it, Royals-itis or whatever, when you just have two pitches and nothing else. Um, We've talked about the, this last yeah, week. Yeah, the, um,
2: uh, the blindness of royalty. I mean, I feel like there's something about that. I was going to say the the, the, the Roy
1: out without cheese or something like that because <laughs> it's just missing one.
2: Well, if they didn't think Hard and I guess they don't.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> um, I although that. I will, I, I will say too, like oh, well Brady Singer, he dropped. Yes. He had a really poor first start. Right. Would like to see a little bit more from him. Is there any? Is there any soft spot in that cold, dead heart of yours for uh, for Jacob? Wow. <laughs> just maybe wow. That. For Jacob Junis, I mean, oh. the new cutter is is
2: interesting. Uh, I thought about it, but I was like, yeah, no, no. I mean, the new cutter is okay. The new cutter is
1: really kind of just the fastball. Well, no, well, okay, so. What has changed from the old Jacob Junis? He changed the shape of his four-seamer into a cutter, which he started throwing more. He got rid of the four-seam fastball. He's now relying on the cutter and the slider. A okay, more. so the blueprint before of Jacob Junis mm-hmm. was he had a fastball at 91, yeah, a
2: secondary pitch that was really good, mm-hmm. and then nothing else. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the same blueprint that we have now. Interesting, so you just take out the four-seamer, put the cutter. And it's the slider before, and it's the cutter. The slider was like the amazing pitch that Junas had. And he yeah. didn't really throw it in this past one. Instead, he has this cutter, which I'm kind of treating like this slider, because it's having like good results. And then there's nothing else in the secondary stuff. And then he has a fastball ninety one, which is exactly what it was before. So I see don't you know, I don't see anything different. Yeah. With Jacob Junis right now.
1: Okay, that's fair enough. Um, Bruce Zimmerman, he, he had a pretty good start. He had a higher CSW in his second start against the Red Sox than he did in his first start. But yeah. he fell ten. Is it just because there's not all a lot K upside there? Yeah, I mean, he's just. I don't. I don't. Are you going to start him uh, later this week? Maybe.
2: I mean, Who's, I think I think he was worse uh, in the in the second start by the way, Bruce Zimmerman.
1: He was. He was. The CSW yeah. was higher, but I do think he was a little bit worse. No, he gave up a bomb to Rafael. Yeah, the command was. was like the first start really shocked
2: us. I remember mm-hmm. you like sending this to me and like mm-hmm. the blueprint was. Absolutely. Oh, sorry, the strikes on plot was the blueprint. The yeah. likes zone blueprint, right? Like four seamers up, secondary stuff down. It was beautiful. The second starts kind of melded together a bit more. wasn't really what you want. Uh, Close to it had hints of it, but wasn't as dominant as that first one. Yeah, Uh, I think he's going to get either Seattle or Texas, if I remember. Maybe Miami actually. No,
1: no, you're right. It is one of those.
2: Yeah, well, it's like Seattle. I know Kramer is getting Seattle and then Texas, but I think Miami's in between. I think that's what Bruce Zimmerman's getting.
1: Uh, I'm I'm pretty sure. I think I wrote about him in the first pitch that it is one of those two teams because I was like, that's a sneaky good stream, and I do actually think it is a sneaky good stream. But you're right; like there is some volatility there. It depends what you. Need I think he's more of a ratio chase than he is a strikeout chase. Right. Like you're not going to get more than five or six in my opinion. I, I the biggest problem for me. Sorry, the last thing yeah, I'll say about ahead, him. The pitch that really blew me away from him was the slider, and mm. the curveball was actually always more of a show me breaking ball for him. He's really upped the curveball usage. The slider isn't there quite yet. If he was fastball changeup slider, he ups up the slider usage like twenty percent. Then I'm even more in. But yeah, I'd like to see that change.
2: Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. I, I feel like it's just another rare streamer. And mm-hmm. there isn't like yeah, I'm not gonna hold on to him in 12
1: teamers. Yeah, yeah, he's a nice. I got him in, uh, in a few 15 teamers, and I'm happy with that because it, oh it yeah, can,
2: 15 team I can understand it. Yeah, uh, and yeah, I think pretty underrated. Uh, yeah. You know, he unfortunately like he doesn't cover all the bases. It's just B to Z instead of A to Z. Oh, very
1: nice. So. That's yeah. really nice. Yeah, I, I can get behind that one for sure. Um, Matt Shoemaker, he falls 15 from 85 to now the coveted top, you know, in the 100 spot. Well, if you watch the stream, I had like three other guys underneath Shoemaker. Yeah, Widener came in at
2: 101, I think. Widener came. Well, no, it was more of that I hadn't added three other guys. Okay. So then I was like, oh, well, just keep ch- you know chopping them off. Yeah. It was uh, Martin Perez was there. Get him out of here. Yeah. Um, Mike Fultonavich was there Nope Yeah bye You're done Jake Aritas KC Bye So then left was, was you That was my impression of you by the way It was That bye There wasn't enough uh, anger in it Really <laughs> uh, yeah. I'll, I'll take that as a note moving
1: forward <laughs> Yeah 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 exactly. More exactly. anger please Yeah exactly okay. That's usually if you're going to impersonate me <laughs> You need more more fiery burning anger inside wow. Of you
2: <laughs> Wow Okay I can't wait for this uh, biography
1: Oh. Fiery burning anger. Have I? Got Alex fast? I just got something in the mail a couple days ago. Completely shocked what? me. It was from my grandmother. I opened it up. It's her autobiography. Are you serious? <laughs> I had no idea. I was like, Have you started right. it? Uh, I haven't yet. Um, Can you send me a copy? I, I it has an ISBN number and it has an ISBN number and everything. I told her I was going to bring it to a bunch of bookstores around oh the my city God. and just leave it there. Um, and I think she got a kick What's out it. What's it called? Um, my life. I forgot. Is my life something? I only got it yesterday. I forgot what it's called. My, my wow. My, really my left a life... mark on you. <laughs> no, it did. Really did. <laughs> I was too busy looking at the pictures. There's just what? P- there are pictures in there that are like crazy. Um, yep. What? I know. It Blew my mind. It it really blew my mind. Couple, um, yeah. You know, is that actually? You know, my my
2: grandmother has a biography. She does. Yeah, yeah. What
1: Escape is it artist. What you Is this true?
2: Yeah. Um, I don't know if you, I mean, I haven't talked <laughs> I about this say, before. What's it about? My grandmother was kind of a remarkable person. She okay. was, um, she escaped on the Kinder transport from Austria. Wow. She uh, then came to America when she was around like 17, didn't know if her parents were going to be on, on like off the boat essentially in America. She didn't know. And then became a female comic book uh, artist pioneer. Are you serious? Absolutely serious. Yeah,
1: that's amazing.
2: And then, then she, uh, then she changed her last name and like disappeared from the industry. And people were trying to find her and stuff. And
1: yeah, it's it's wild. There's a book, Escape Artist. That's my grandmother. Okay, great. Well, you can find that one. I don't think you can find "For the Life of Me," which is the name of my grandmother. For the life of me, oh yeah.
2: my god, that's so good. For the life of me,
1: <laughs> I don't think she's aware of that song. Wow, I didn't know Scott staff sung that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, all right, now let's move on to the uh, final section of this podcast, yes. which is called "New Boys." No more grandmothers, only new boys. Yeah, no, yeah, get out of here, grandma. <laughs> I'm talking to my friend about baseball. Um, Jayco Arizzi, he goes from unranked to 52 because he's he's appearing. He's on the taxi book, you know and and
2: here's the thing, too. People are wondering, hey, should I start him against the Tigers? Absolutely. Normally when I have like a still ill situation, it's because I think they're going to be limited in some way and they might not have their stuff. Jake Oterizzi is has just been ramping up. Uh, I think he can go actually even six innings uh, against the Tigers here. Five should be easy for him to do. Yeah. I would feel very confident with that. star. that's why he's at 52.
1: Now, I, I think from what I saw, I could be wrong. I believe... Zach Gallon's supposed to return tomorrow. Oh, I would love th- I know. I, I didn't want to I didn't see confirmation about it. Yeah. There's an says, open yeah. spot. Yes.
2: And with Caleb Smith going to the bullpen. And oh, that would make me so happy fast. I got him in the 14th round of a league. Oh, that's wild. So, but where would he be on the list? So he would be inside the top
1: 20.
3: Okay. Um probably
2: around where he was before in the top 15. I uh, I will say this: when we saw the hairline fracture, there was a silver lining. In that he's in the IL spot, and then we only expected him for about 150, 160 innings anyway. Yeah. So then when he did return, then great. You were able to take his non-pitching innings on the IL, which is wonderful. And then you get him straight through the rest of the season. If he comes back this soon... Well, that would make for 180 or so, and you might see him you know, act a little bit like the hipster, right? Uh, headache-inducing starting pitchers that, stif- that stifled the entire roster, by the way. That's oh, yeah, why- he didn't bring it up at the time. No, he didn't. That's why he's the king of the hipsters. But uh, with Gallen, there might be some times he has to get skipped now still. So it- it's kind of weird. Like, in some ways, I want him to wait two weeks. Sure. But, I uh, but I mean, I'll be so excited to watch Gallon.
1: So uh, as of, if he was back today, is it Lynn or Gallon? Yeah, it's like right neck and neck. So like Snell, Lynn, Gallon, right? Yeah, in that area. I
2: mean, I, I gotta say, like with Burns throwing 162, I'm uh, not not 162. Also, yeah, 160. Also, 10 <laughs> <BN>. <laughs> Um Look at you! Mm. Uh, you're getting better.
1: Day 138, baby. Wow. You gonna, don't
2: know. How fast has taken do you, do a Duolingo Spanish.
1: Yes, and then I, I and Rosetta Stone. I'm asking my wife for for one-on-one lessons for my birthday. Trying to go all in. Look at you! Trying to go all in, from, baby. From your wife. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I can't afford it. Um, I actually, you know, I actually know someone that might uh, be a perfect fit. Oh,
2: really? There. Yeah, I do. Yeah. All right, that's good to know. I'll, I'll, I'll get you guys talking. Anyway, uh, Gallon, yeah, right around Lynn or So, I mean, that's in in, in Glasgow. Like, I made that one large tier now, if you notice. It's like yeah. Maeda all the way down to Glasno. I think actually Burns is in there
3: mm-hmm. before mm-hmm.
2: Strauss uh, before
1: Wheeler. Wheeler, yep. Um, That's where Gallon would be. It doesn't really matter where to me. Okay. Um, yeah, because I, I... Yeah, okay. Uh, Eduardo Rodriguez is next. He goes from unranked to 55, so he makes his debut on the list with two pretty solid starts. I believe both against the Orioles. Uh, he has...
2: I don't actually know what his next start is. He had a good one when he came back. Changeup was there, and mm-hmm. that's a, that's a huge thing for, for Eduardo Rodriguez. I do want to see that cutter slider being more effective, and I don't think we'll ever get it. But, yeah, yeah, he's in the 50s, and that's fine. That's fine. I don't really think that Eduardo Rodriguez is a top 40 guy. I remember in the past people being really encouraged by it. I've spent a lot of breath talking about Eduardo. I don't think I need to say much more. But, yeah, you should be rostering
1: Eduardo. Yeah, I agree with that. Anthony Discofani goes from unranked to 69. Tony Disco back-to-back starts with one run or fewer. Command issues in the first game against the Padres, but he didn't really get burned by it. I'm, you know, I'm only saying these just to say that he had a first two good starts, point eight two ERA, two point oh six FIP, and those eleven innings pitched, increase in curveball usage to seventeen percent, which would be the highest of his career, drop in the slider fastball and sinker usage as well. Theoretically, I think you'd want to see more sliders, as that would be the, that's historically been the better pitch for him. But what are you thinking about Tony Disco? So Tony Disco got Rocky Road.
2: Um, mm. You didn't see any Johnny Cueto today, despite being one of the higher ads over the weekend after that Rocky Road start. If you don't yeah. know Rocky Road, the uh, the Cardinals, sorry, not the Cardinals, <laughs> the, uh, the, <laughs> the Rockies on the road are super sweet to stream against. Mm. So it's Rocky Road. Uh, Cueto got him in Oracle Park, a pitcher's park. I mean, it was the perfect setup, and that's why he went 8.2 innings in that game and dominated. Now I don't want Cueto after, but I do want Tony Disco against the Marlins twice. That's lovely. And he got the yes, he got the Rockies and had eight strikeouts. You might have remembered fast. And, uh, <laughs> and I, I just I can't help myself, guys. That's all right. right? I just I just can't. I can't wait for Fast to win in like when we face each other in 2 months and I he's going am... to mention it multiple times Oh, my podcasts. God. I'll bury him.
1: And that's what I want. Yeah, my that's should, why we I, do this. I have no problems. I'm taking it all. I'm <laughs> just fine. Eduardo Rodriguez by the way is against Minnesota, I believe. Mm, I mean, I
2: I think I still do I'm it. still doing it. it I know I know, but uh, I was in cruise against the lefties. Oh my God. Anyway, anyway, I, uh, yeah. Tony Disco deserves a spot on the list right now just for those two starts. And after that, you can, you know, move on. But that's at uh, right underneath 70. Yeah. So. Yeah, I, I'm not too confident about any guys around there.
1: Yeah, I agree. Speaking of, something's got to give with the next edition, Jose De Leon, who goes <laughs> from unranked to 70. Both times he has pitched, he has been the CSW leader and the strikeout leader. He That's has led awesome. the day in both of those categories, which is amazing. Nine Ks in both starts. He escaped Pittsburgh with just two earned runs, but then he got shellacked by the Diamondbacks four home runs two home runs in both starts yeah for four total home runs uh you know which it's not like we have to say hey look out he just gave up six earned runs against the diamondbacks he's really interesting because he has that sinker which he elevates it's like one of the most spin efficient sinkers in baseball it is top four which makes sense as to why he likes to elevate with that pitch some really interesting stuff with jose de Leon, we also don't know when sonny gray and michael lorenzen come back Who's going to be gone? Is it going to be Jeff Hoffman? Is it going to be Jose De Leon? He's historically been a guy who's been coming out of the the uh, bullpen for them in terms of long relief. A lot of question marks, so we put him at seventy.
2: Yeah, I I, I get a bad feeling that it's not going to be Hoffman. It's going to be De Leon because mm. of the options. He has one option left, as opposed ah. to Hoffman. I don't think has any. Ah. I could be wrong about that. I'll if check. you want to check that? Yeah, I think that's what it is. But I really want it to be De Leon. I think like he's earned it. He's pitched well enough. Even though it is six earned runs, I hope they understand the underlying numbers and the CSW and everything like that. Uh, And he gets Cleveland next. He gets Cleveland next. I would love this star for DeLeon. Really. Uh, And he would get Cardinals after that. Uh, I don't think he's going to... Yeah, it's the Cardinals after. I think I'd go with that too. And yes, it was six earned runs against the Diamondbacks, but as you said, the sinker's performing super well. Mm. And his changeup and slider actually were pretty good as well.
1: I think he just got kind of unlucky with the long ball and that's it. You are correct. No options remaining for Hoffman. And it brings up a really interesting situation. This is Jose de Leon's final option. Cyanel uh, Perez is the one of two guys uh, with an option in the bullpen, which means theoretically they could demote Cyanel Perez and then put Jose de Leon in the bullpen. TJ Antone also has three options. That would surprise me. They've been using him in long relief. He's been yeah. pretty effective. He's looked pretty good. Just get Hoffman out of there and put him in the pen.
3: Oh, and
1: interesting. Something like that. Just like. I yeah, just, I don't demote, Perez, put yeah. Hoffman inside of the pen. Yeah, it'll yeah. be interesting. I'll be curious to see what that organization does. It's a good problem to have. You got a lot of really good pitchers, you know. I uh, and uh, Jeff Hoffman was true to his name. Hopefully, he can be Treff
2: Honman moving um, forward. And what does that mean? Off or on? Oh, it's, oh, oh! Yeah, okay, it, yeah, it yeah. works better in the round. Yeah, seeing you know? that would be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> seeing that's gonna work. But he wasn't good over yeah. the weekend, so it might. You know, you might think, oh, he just. You know, DeLeon just pitched poorly, six earned runs. Like, he's mm. not going to be there. Like, well, Hoffman didn't pitch well either. So,
1: yeah, there's an opportunity there. Something's got to give a DeLeon in either direction. and I'm curious to see what it is. Dean Kramer goes from unranked to 74. Was really, wasn't really great to see a guy who walked three batters every start last year, then walk four yeah. Yankees. Obviously, Yankees a tough task. I, I will say this too. Like, the reason that I was out particularly in Dean Kramer at the beginning of the year was I just didn't know that with pitch. Was gonna be sure, yeah. Right, the cutter is a little bit revamped. Got five whiffs, which is fine in that one start, but two whiffs total between the fastball and the curveball. Yeah, that's
2: not great. You want that to be? You want it to
1: be that curveball?
2: Yeah. Uh, and I don't think it ever. I don't think it's going yeah. to be. It seems the thing like it's is not. though he gets the Mariners and the Rangers in a two-start week. I'm gonna do this. Uh, I think his cutter is good enough. He showed moments last year of like, hey, fastball's good enough to do this, and cutter can do things, and maybe the curveball comes back. I'm not ready to give up on two starts. And that's a really nice matchup. It's like the discount two-star guy, so he's at 74.
1: Yeah. I'm a li- that's
2: it. I'm a little worried. He though. could be gone next week. I understand this. I am worried, too. He's at 74. Look at Steven Matz and Robbie Ray and Luke Weaver and, and Wasker.
1: You like, these are not strong, like... Secure guys. No, yeah, of course. But we can actually move on to some of them. Steven Matt's unranked to 75, 12 and a one third uh, innings pitched of two run ball. So, like, kind of ride the wave, right? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know
2: if I really believe it for the long haul, but his changeup was better in the last one. Vargas.
1: And yeah, I guess kind of Vargas really, yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty much ride the hot hand until it blows up in your face. Robbie Ray is going to make his debut. Yeah, we don't know. We so don't know. I'll take Mystery Box.
2: I'll take Mystery Box of a guy who's throwing more
1: strikes than ever in spring. Yeah. I mean, listen. I'm I'm more willing to take uh, risks at the beginning of the matchup because the way that you beat me in this past week is the perfect example. If you lose an ERA and WHIP, sell out for strikeouts, sell out for wins, you're still going to be able to get a majority of the categories. Yeah, it's kind of funny how there were a
2: lot of different names to choose from this weekend that were like available starters. Yes, and you took them right. all. I didn't take them all. You took Logan Allen. Yeah. You took uh, you. Moreno was one I was
1: considering, and that was just terrible luck, and I feel terrible for him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, you know? yeah, I know. I and know, buddy. We'll get through this. Luke Weaver goes from unranked to eighty-one. I loved what you had to say in the roundup about him, which is, hey, awesome Blake Snell no blueprint. Fastballs up, changeups down. Where's that third pitch? It's not there. Exactly. Ah, yeah. oh, it's so frustrating mm-hmm. because I mean that's a really good thing, and all he needs.
2: Now it's just, please just throw that cutter in there and all of a sudden, oh, hey, here's a free strike. Here's a free strike. That's it. Yeah, which he's done, which he did. That was the reason why we got so excited about him two years ago. Exactly. And it wasn't there in 2020. So Luke Weaver, this is very good because he's really going into Blake Snell blueprint. I mean, we're talking four seamers way up. Changeups are really well executed down and away from lefties. It's just, uh, it's harder. Like, he has to do exactly that. Yeah. And
1: I, I will say this too, like... We're not saying Luke Weaver should have thrown more cutters in that start. Obviously, no. if he was dominating the way he was with four seamers up and changeups down, just do that, and we're excited and encouraged by that. Or I don't want to speak for you; I am, oh, but still, like, all right, let's see what's next. Let's see what's next. Let's right. see if we
2: get that third pitch. And the, the the necessary element of that third pitch is when there's something not working, you have this as an option as a mix-up too. If they know that this is what the approach is too, it might be a little bit harder to keep them honest.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Huascari Noah goes from unranked to 89. I mean, amazing start against the Nationals, five innings pitch. No one runs, two hits, one walks, five Ks, and all of a sudden he's the fab darling. It was like whoever everyone needed to pick up this past weekend. For those unfamiliar, slider, fastball, sinker, he had a changeup that hasn't been, he hasn't thrown it yet. He still could. He sits like 95, 96 of that four-seamer. He sits about 85 with the slider. So just a nice uh, uh, risk to take here, a nice flyer.
2: I mean, he gets Miami and then he gets the Cubs mm. uh, is a two-start week. Now that's why everyone wanted him in weekly leagues. Really, yeah, that slider was filthy, and he also increases velocity about two ticks. Yeah, and that, but that's it though. It's a two-pitch thing, and I don't really expect a lot of six-inning starts from from Wasker Enoa. But yeah, it, it, I can understand people riding with him this week.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's just a shame too because I think he's going to get more innings at the expense of Mike Soroka, who had a setback, and that's brutal. It's yeah. just brutal. You, f- you feel for that guy because, I I mean, this is something what we said, a bit, which is like, it, it wasn't just the Achilles. Like, there's other things and yep. now he's coming back from the Achilles. I just want to see him healthy. He's fun to watch. Um, Kyle Gibson, very interesting. Unranked to 91. I'm not saying Kyle Gibson is a must-add by any stretch of the imagination, but I am saying don't be fooled by that horrendous first outing where he went it was terrible. one out and gave up five earned runs against the royals he bounces back with six innings pitch no one runs, six hits one walk and eight k's he's not going to be able to continuously do that either but he's showing that i think he increased he's showing that it could be just a sinker uh slider sinker slider cutter right yeah i think he has a new cutter that he um introduced and that's that's great because he's got rid of that four-seamer which has been a Really poor pitch for him. Absolutely, uh, and he also gets the raisin in Orioles
2: in a two star week now. He did this against the Jays. He succeeded against the Jays. Yeah, yes. he said everyone bashing on your Orioles.
1: No, no, no. You said raisin Orioles, and I was like, who the hell are the raisins? <laughs>
2: no, no. Yeah, I just have a little nest, and I have them. I'm just raisin Orioles over here.
1: Oh, I thought like the food yeah, I know. raisins. I, I, okay. it, 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 multiple things. Yeah, I, I, I we can laugh to, about a lot. There is a, we can't laugh. <laughs> will hate it when we're sorry. Fine. Sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> moving forward, Kyle
2: Gibson. Yes, uh, Kyle Gibson, <laughs> announcer <ultra> voice. <laughs> <laughs> I got, I gotta rein it in. <laughs> Kyle Gibson, look, he's throwing a little bit harder. He's having his slider had a lot of success and performed better than we've seen. Maybe this does work. He's at ninety-one, but I couldn't ignore the fact that yeah, again, I could. I could take a chance on Kyle Gibson for two starts this week.
1: Yes. Two other guys we're going to wrap up with who are our new additions. Rich Hill goes from unranked to 92. A nice game against the Yankees. He went six innings. Yeah. That's that's all I care about. Well,
2: wait, you're not supposed to do that. You're on the Tampa Bay Rays. You're supposed to go like four innings and change and get replaced. No, he actually went in six innings.
1: Maybe something to that. Against the Yankees as well. Yeah. And then Taylor Widener unranked to 93. You're I mean, welcome, buddy. I, it's nice. I mean, I think you and I both agree. There are command issues with that four seamer, oh, yeah. but there is really nice upside with that changeup and that slider, yes. uh, and that's an exciting thing to keep track of. There are flashes. Yes, definitely. Know? Flashes of crate and flashes you of
2: know, whoa. Uh, what well, you don't expect, you it's narrow, you know, about not wide, and uh, it's, uh, I, I tried to make it work, and I just kind of didn't.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'm gonna get you out of this one, uh, please. Is Taylor <laughs> Widener I think a little more value in points leagues for me because theoretically the K upside is there. That can help hmm. you get away from what could be a home run or two each start. I'm gonna wrap up here too. You see, I think you did. You saw the tweet that I had about Matthew Boyd back to back no home run starts for the first time since May 2019.
2: You can take a blizzard for the first one,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and, you know, and the second one. I yeah. mean, I don't know how he did that one. Hey,
1: can you thank the blizzard for the first one? Because Miguel Cabrera took I know. Shane I Bieber about to deep, say, yeah, yep, well hold on Well done, well done. Yeah, I mean, I hope so. It's just the slider hasn't returned yet. I know. So uh, you and I are in different pitches about Boyd because, and I, you, those are all very good points because the slider isn't quite there yet. No. But the changeup has been really. But good. it was and, last year. Yeah, but the command also. I mean, like he got he fell behind. I think two batters that entire game. He saw two 1-0 counts. Like, and that didn't happen until the sixth inning. He was just absolutely. He, mm. he looked. He looked. He yeah. looked exciting. But I agree with you that the slider isn't quite where we want it to no, be. No, no, that quite needs yet. to be that needs to be like a twenty percent swing strike rate pitch. Yeah, and it could be. It could be. It's something definitely so. to keep monitoring. I really hope so. That will. so much fun. People were like, man, you're going to jinx it. He's going to Houston. I don't care who's pitching. Anyone who's going to Houston. Justin Verlander had the third most home runs allowed three years ago. Like, oh, that, if you're in Houston, fair. you're going to give fair. up a home run.
2: I mean, are you starting him in Houston? Yeah. Yeah. but.
1: Um, am so I starting? Was that, was that noises? Was <laughs> yeah. that words? You know what? I am gonna. I am ride or die. Uh, am I gonna start? If I remove my biases, mm. probably not. You've said about four different things in the past, like ten seconds. I know because I said I am ride or die, and then I realized that there could be inherent bias there, or a subconscious bias because okay. I want him to do well. So, straight answer here: yes or no? It is on a Tuesday, correct? My dudes, yes, yes. Then I am gonna do it. Because it's a Tuesday early in the week. Early in the week, okay. I can make up for it. I, yeah. I, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and do it. He could still get you a good amount of case. I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, of course you're a rational human being. <laughs>
2: uh, I wanna you? like like I understand too though exactly where you're coming from. Yeah, early in the week, and also I mean I started Taylor Widener against you on a Friday because yeah. it was fun. You know, and like I took Pavetta because it was fun. This yeah. is why we do this. It's fantasy baseball. You did have
1: fun. I didn't have fun last night. I had a great time. No, this is why did. I did those things because yeah. I had a great time. I didn't have any fun. <laughs> uh, you know what? I did have fun to playing the second uh, Ori game. Ori and the Will of the Wisp. Oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I Th- just those beat games Blind are so Forest. Good. I it's just so beat Blind Forest last night. And uh, Will the Wisp. I was in the first 15 minutes. It was Fantastic. Like, yeah, it's fun. They made yeah. some fun upgrades. Um, all right, Nick. You know, every every week we get closer to more of a sample size, which gets be more excited yes. i think the new pitch leaderboard is coming out soon from alex chamberlain which is really oh, yeah. exciting last night just sat in my bed around 1 a.m fully nude looking at the active spin leaderboard well that's, fast that's keep going it might go a little bit long in this podcast oh, and yeah.
2: uh, we're not going to
1: I, I, I'm glad you got over what I just said too And you went to the Michael yep, yep. a little bit long You had to work that in yeah, there yeah, of course. I just felt pathetic But then was, my wife was like What are you doing? Like sleepy eyed And I was like I need to know who's on the active speed leaderboard You're, you're acting <laughs> like you guys are 60 years old What are
2: you doing?
1: <laughs> Pretty much Wow yeah. Okay We're oldies Alright um, Alright that is going to do it though For episode number 254 of On the Corner The official Pitchless.com podcast I'm your host Alex Fast And I'm Nick Pollack And we'll talk to you guys next week